0: Listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on one hundred one point five UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyash. Today I am here with special guest Graham Natchik from Hearing Trees. Hey, Hi. Ashley. How are you? I'm good. Good.
1: <laughs> well, I okay. not See. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been a while. Kind of, not really. I guess we saw each other at the beginning of f- Bruno's. M- yeah, the Bruno's. That's right. You came in, showed Bad some surprise. Bad Bruce,
1: beer for breakfast. Hmm. Juno, Bruno yes. Fest.
0: Yep. And you have been on the show before, I believe it might have been
1: it was a while ago
0: last summer. I, I feel
1: like it was longer than that you
0: think so mm-hmm. i i we did it um the interview at my old workplace, and I believe it was either that summer or even the summer before that maybe Wow, has it been that long?
1: Yeah, it's been long enough that we don't remember yeah what it was. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, I don't remember what I had for <laughs> breakfast yesterday, so um got to be got to remember that. Anyway, it's it's great to have you back. Um I think it was for the puppets release actually. So it wouldn't wouldn't have been last year?
1: It would have been last yeah. year.
0: Yeah. Um anyway, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> it was I last guess. year. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> We've narrowed it down. Yeah. We, I think so the puppets release was we put that out in March 2017 and we had the release show in April 2017. So it would have been around then, which mm-hmm. would've been slightly more than a year ago yeah
0: it was nice enough that i was just wearing like a little like tank top i remember um that's that's what i remember wait wait,
1: wait! you don't remember what you had for (laughs) breakfast but you remember what you were wearing 14 months ago it was
0: a new top i remember (laughs) i had just bought it and we we actually ran into each other because we were going to meet there and we i
1: remember that part yeah
0: i remember you had different glasses you always have different glasses every time i see you there's a new shade um I don't know. And is that like part of your brand to always have new glasses? <laughs>
1: well, it's become part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, the story is that I ordered four pairs of glasses at the same time. I ordered the ones I thought I wanted. Those are black. I also, because I was ordering four pairs for a hundred dollars on the internet, I nice. also ordered some white ones
0: mm-hmm. and some uh, red ones
1: and some red ones and some blue ones. And, the black ones are perfect; they're exactly what I wanted. But over a couple years, they became kind of grody and gross and stuff. And so I'm like, "I'll wear these ones." And people were like, "Those are really awesome." And I'm like, "Okay." the 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 uh, The red ones are the last ones I put on my face because the red. Yeah, you people look at you when you wear them, so you. You can get very self-conscious and weird about it. People look at yeah. you when
0: you wear glasses.
1: <laughs> it's like, it's a thing. So I started wearing them on stage and just press photos. and Yeah. I usually, now I'm down down to uh, red and blue.
0: Mm-hmm. You don't like the white ones either?
1: The white ones have fallen out of favor. They're not my least favorite.
0: Why? Do you, why?
1: They're kind of crooked. Yeah. The- <laughs> The, uh, They're so
0: white, too, yeah. so you can really notice something like that.
1: Oh, also the um, it's, the front part is a translucent white, and the 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 arms of the glasses are like a solid white. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan of. I no. need solid all the way. Okay. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> just, just
0: how you live your life, yeah, I that's guess. that's how I roll. Okay. All right. Solid,
1: bright colors, plastic frames. hmm Got my style down.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really a a happy accident because when people are talking about you behind your back, because that's what we do with music, not in a negative way. Oh boy! But we'll say like, yeah, he's the guy with glass, like with the red glasses, and like, oh yeah, 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 I know who that guy is. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it works. Mm -hmm. It also works music industry wise for like conferences and stuff because sometimes you see someone for five or ten minutes. Yeah and they won't be like, in the one if on you're, on like a yeah like a yeah in a one-on-one or, or you just you know standing around in a circle or you just having a beer with somebody <laughs>
0: standing <in a> circle.
1: <laughs> this is what happens at it does yeah. and uh, like a year later they won't remember your name or the name of your band but they'll be like oh you're yes i remember you and yeah. you can pick up a conversation a lot easier so mm-hmm. um, so
0: just wear something that's
1: however Knock on wood. I've lost the red glasses <laughs> in the l- since I got back from tour, so, so you don't might be a new era. I might have to order a new pair of four. Yeah, a new new run a pair of four. A new run of four.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, which I think might include purple, yellow, wow,
0: uh, orange,
1: orange. I haven't even looked at uh, green, green. Sure, you should just
0: set a picture of one of each color, and then like make like, a rainbow of you, and just like use it as your yeah. cover photo. <laughs>
1: I like it. I like <laughs> having options.
0: Yeah, no, it's great. So wait, <laughs> how long ago was this order? Sorry, we're still talking about Jeez, the glasses. This but before
1: <laughs> I made that, before I was in a band, this is like psh, I this got to be five years ago at least. And you
0: haven't gotten your prescription refilled? No. You, you're supposed to do that like every other year, right?
1: Well, here's the thing about optometrists they don't like when you order things on the internet because they can't sell things for their inflated ridiculous prices yeah uh so yeah i don't um to avoid the wrath of my automatrist. well i i feel like i would have noticed like i've been wearing my glasses my whole life you
0: you think that but then you get a new pair and you're like whoa everything is so clear
1: (laughs) well between us and i guess not between us and all your listeners um I'm not gonna get all my lenses changed for a quarter point. <laughs> not worth it.
0: Well, you know, maybe they're maybe even they're they're better. You never know.
1: Maybe they're better. Yeah,
0: your eyes can improve.
1: Uh, given my family's genetics, I <laughs> disagree heavily with this.
0: Whatever. I mean, you never know. I know. I, I always hated glasses shopping. We're still talking about this. Sorry, everyone who's listening. This is important.
1: I don't know. Every almost everyone. See, all those contacts. I hate contacts. That's yeah. why I don't wear them.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I I used to Are hate- Are you wearing contacts? I am wearing glasses or contacts right now. Um, I, am I? Yeah, I am. It's such a face to see. Um, I hated shopping with my mom when I was younger every other year for a new pair of glasses because- I didn't know what looked good on my face. And you can't really see when you're trying glasses on because so you don't have your glasses on. So, you, like, it's always, like, blurry. And then recently I finally got a pair. And, like, my first pair I put on, I'm like, these are the ones I want. But now I wear contacts all the time. And it's it's so much easier. I've, I've noticed people treat me kind of differently if I'm wearing not wearing glasses. I think it's because I'm a woman. I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is. Sometimes people think I'm dumber because I'm not wearing glasses. It's weird. It's really weird. Let's not get into that. Anyway, <laughs> so... Uh, for everyone who's listening, who maybe are just tuning in, didn't hear that first song. Can you give us a little elevator pitch of what Hearing Trees is?
1: Hearing Trees is a four-piece indie rock band in the Canadian rock vein of things, like the Hip and Matthew Good and Darrell Kells and Sam Roberts and Joel Plaskett, whose shirt I'm wearing right now. And
0: um, now that we can see,
1: yeah, I love that music, and that's. Where I that's the wheelhouse that we're in.
0: Mm-hmm. And you and did you grow up listening to this music or is it just like when you turn like okay, no? Teenage years you're like, "Whoa." And then open your no, eyes Okay. <laughs>
1: well, we're going to talk about what Graham listened to when he was a teenager. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Uh, mom brought me up on Gordon Lightfoot and those those kinds of classic uh your classic staples. My mom has great taste and that's maybe where I learned the wordy lyric writing side, or at least where I was expo- first exposed to it, when I was a teenager, I listened to Weird Al Yankovic, you nice. two, and Weezer, and the Wallflowers. Mm. I really liked the Wallflowers, and I didn't discover like the the vein of music that I would become obsessed with till I was like nineteen, maybe.
0: Okay. Yeah. And so you found this, this vein that you become totally obsessed with. You love it. How does that go from, I love it, to I want to make music like this, but I don't know how to write music?
1: Uh, well, you go to school for not music.
0: <laughs> Just apply. And, yeah.
1: And then, you know, you get very sick and then you decide school ain't for you.
0: What were you going to school for?
1: I was going to school for biology.
0: Nice. What did you want to do with that?
1: I played around with in swamps and stuff as a kid when <laughs> growing up. <out>. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that sounds funny. Um, <laughs> around the farm and stuff, and that's just I just everything about nature and yep. trees and plants and specifically like botany okay. and uh, ecology was where I was going for. And yeah, I got I was just like I I did not want a job in that i got very scared about like working in an office and a cubicle and and i would spend 40 45 minutes on the bus getting out here to the u of m mm-hmm. and then i would I just just listening to music and then i would listen to music all day and then i would go to the computer labs and i wouldn't and my mom's gonna listen to this she's gonna be like what <laughs> what were you doing i was at the i was on the computer uh I was on forums writing essays about video games and uh, I was okay. and the Facebook I don't even think Facebook was a thing yet but like uh CBC had started uploading interviews from George Stamboulopoulos to the from the hour and yeah. the hour was still a thing yeah. and I would just sit there and watch the last night program and he would have authors and like not your typical talk show guests for as like as you know eminent his platform that he had he had some really f- fascinating guests that that weren't like triple-a celebrities or whatever and they had really interesting things to say so okay. that's how i spend probably three or four years over here <laughs> well, and then i was money just money like well a, spent yeah I, maybe if in
0: the long run when you really think about it i mean
1: i i don't have a degree but i have a great uh i have a lot of appreciation for science and mm-hmm. i'd certainly learn a lot and but I also learned that that's not what I wanted to do yeah and uh, when I I reached the breaking point which I think was around the time I was studying biochemistry 2 I was just like I'm done yeah and I went downstairs I cashed my tuition check and I went to Longman Quaid. and what did you buy I bought an Epiphone Dot and a Vox AC30 Epiphone dot is a guitar. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a hollow body guitar. Uh, it's modeled after the ES three thirty five. Okay. Which is uh, more like a, more of a bluesy guitar.
0: What color was
1: it? It's bright red. <laughs> okay. Is that where you're going? I think
0: so. I don't. That's the thing. I don't know anything about guitars. Like I just know what they look like. If they're round or if they're pointy. Same thing with, <laughs> same thing. It's a
1: rounder one. Okay. There's less points on a, okay. on a dog. It's so
0: the same thing with like dogs and yeah. cars. I don't know what they are. I just know what color they are and if I like them or not. So.
1: You plug it in, it makes noise. Oh, good.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. Um, You know, some of them you don't have to plug in too. I think they call those acoustic, right?
1: Uh, I have some of works? those.
0: <laughs> okay. How many guitars do you have?
1: I own, I only own two.
0: Really? Isn't it like a thing with guitar players? I mean, I'm totally generalizing and assuming, but they always have like, want to have like a ton of guitars.
1: Some. Uh, Not me. Not you, no. I am less of a guitar player uh, than I am a lyricist guy or whatever, so I'm not like shredding on a guitar. I'm not super interested in, in the toys the part that fascinates me is writing and pushing words around to make it into something cool, Mm -hmm. make it into magic Magic. and to write the the musical foundation for the the progression of the song in terms of just straight chords or root notes than uh, all the pedals and shimmery toys. There's plenty of guys who love and girls who just love toys and I try to draft those people into the band. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had the same setup since I started. Yeah. Um, and I, I bought it because I, that's, I knew what I wanted. Uh, when I decided I wanted a better guitar, I just went and I found a guitar tech and he, I got, I got him to change everything inside the Dot. So it's all modified and that's neat. it's not what it was off the shelf. It's better. Yeah, but it's still my guitar, and it's still the one I bought, and mm-hmm. yeah.
0: What a wonderful story! And then when you get super famous and world renowned, you can like one day when you retire, sell it off, and some another Ugh. child could like learn it. No, is that not what you want? I don't know. You want to be buried with it?
1: I don't. That's a little much. <laughs> I think if I got super rich and famous, I would buy a a real Gibson ES three thirty five. Oh. You know. One of the yeah, you know, when I had money yeah, uh, from the seventies or something that'd be great.
0: That'd be cool. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about something. Let's talk about the the album. How about that? Um, you're releasing an album, right? Yes, no, yes. We
1: released an album.
0: Well, released, yeah, but you're doing an album release party. Release party. Um, on uh, May twenty fifth, which is the Friday. Uh, show starts at ten, but doors open at nine at the Goodwill. The Goodwill always has late shows. It's so late.
1: Not super late.
0: Ten is pretty late, but I'm also kind of an old woman at heart. So, like 10 p.m., I'm like, "What jammies am I wearing tonight?" Uh, So, the album is called "Quiet Dreams." Uh, Tickets are for sorry, tickets in advance are ten dollars or fifteen dollars at the door. You can buy tickets on Ticketfly. Um, I will include a link on the podcast uh, page so you can find that uh, for people who are listening later. Um, you've been releasing an album every year. Actually, yeah, that's a lot of work. It was <laughs> <laughs> why did you decide to be so consistent
1: um, to so to go back to when I left school, I had been reading a lot of Malcolm Gladwell mm-hmm. at the time, so the the ten thousand hour rule yep was maybe at the the peak of like awareness
0: mm-hmm.
1: I guess people bat that term a lot a lot less now um but that was very much in my mind and because I knew I was basically starting from zero uh when you
0: need you to make make up for yeah, lost time yeah make up
1: for lost time but also do it in a in a way that like made sense to just keep pushing forward even if you thought that it wasn't worth it or whatever and to make sure that there was something new every year and get a lot of growing pains out of the way like as expediently as possible so i can get to this point so well, you can't expect i uh, don't expect a release from hearing trees next year <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't expect one no
1: the album uh the album was really draining to go from an ep to the full album was a big jump and let's see, before we started recording it i would probably say like oh no, we got this. Lots of practice, but our producer Mike was like you know, trying to warn us about you know how how grueling it is and how much more work it is. And it's one of those things that you don't
0: You don't really you don't, know until you don't
1: know until you do it. You can imagine it, but imagination only gets you so far.
0: Yeah. What yeah. what were some of the growing pains? Like can you give me a couple of examples?
1: Uh, like from going from an album to an EP or from an EP EP's to an, an album. album. Yeah. Um, just the amount of time yeah. that it took, uh, you know, and, and Mike's been in our, behind us, uh, since They won 2014. Yeah. yeah. So like he also pushed us to make something awesome and, um, he wanted the best out of us as well. So like that factored into it and. Just, uh, man, it feels like a blur now. But <laughs> we we started recording in yeah. July and we weren't done till November.
0: Wow, that's that's long. I can't yeah. imagine. Just like you get to like month two or whatever, and you're just like, man, we're still doing this. I
1: mean, it wasn't every day. Yeah, know, I assume. Like, but like, there's a that's session that's a long here time,
0: and a session
1: yeah. there, and. Yeah, it took...
0: Was there ever a um, a moment where you're like, let's just do an EP? No. No?
1: No. I was like, this is coming out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, I think the growing pain, actually, like, to go, to step back, if you step back a bit, there's the larger growing pain is realizing that whatever your vision is, it's probably not till the next project, or the two projects next. Like... What do you mean? Yeah. like, I still don't feel like Hearing Trees is where it, it's going to end up. Like... Yeah. I think we still have a little bit of evolving to do in...
0: In terms of sound or...
1: Some cons- yeah, sound or... Or... Just what, what, what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. It uh, hasn't solidified itself yet.
0: Where would you like to see it go?
1: Uh, where the next record's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So stay tuned. But that won't be next year. So you're just going to have to follow on social media and keep tabs until the next one's released, right? So we started with the song uh, I've Got Magic. And you're the main songwriter. Uh, or the only songwriter, I'm assuming.
1: Uh, No. They're, you know, uh, Kyle, the drummer. Okay. Um, It's really... Involved? Yeah, him and, and Mike. That was the... Those are the three mm-hmm. people that really drove the project.
0: Okay. And what inspired this song, or how, how did this one get started? The song? Uh, I've Got Magic.
1: Magic? Yeah. Um, that's just like a mental illness kind of... Like, you just want to... Uh, you know everything's going to be okay. And, like, it's, it's just like a hopeful... I tried to write something that that's about like no it's going to everything This is going to be fine and that you just need a little bit of you know magic or something whatever it is that gets you through the thing that's happening is like the only thing that matters in the moment and yeah you just it's about whatever that thing is that gets you through that that dip or that Mm -hmm. dark time
0: and why did you decide to write about something like that?
1: Uh, it was very prevalent very prevalent in my life for like five years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay.
1: And, yeah, I think this record in general, a lot of it is just like digesting that time of my life or uh, getting, like, just processing it. Yeah. And yeah it's that's uh that's what the bulk of it was about
0: uh, mm-hmm. and it was so it's it's obviously it can be a very sensitive topic um depending on where you go with it why did you decide to write music about this and then release it for people to listen to why not just keep it for yourself
1: oh i've kept enough for myself <laughs> <laughs> uh right, because i think those things are worth sharing okay that's uh there's enough people that uh, the, there's enough people that also go through that that there's a bit of a common cause element and that we're all in it together and uh yeah I don't see a reason to hide that kind of thing
0: mm mm-hmm. that's great i mean as like someone who has topics that i want to write about myself that are very important to me and very serious but it's just like always like that should i share yes yes
1: <laughs> here's the thing is like uh like for the you know the first bunch of songs that are have been written for the next record, like there's some really not in a mental illness way, but like very like close to home things that I wrote about, and like they you know we put a couple of those into the set on tour, and the response to the songs was incredible, and I think there's something. There's a lot to be said about honesty and going to that place and and really tapping into the kernel of whatever whatever that feeling is or whatever that whatever it is and putting it into a song in a very palatable way that people can connect to whether or not they've necessarily been in that position. So go for it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alright, if you say so. That's what I'll do. So then the song Telling Peter, which we're going to hear next. Um, what's what's the inspiration for that song?
1: Uh I don't Telling Peter's a weird one. I've been asked this several times on tour and I don't have an answer. Um, the writer's answer is this is an amalgamation of two or three different poems into something that sounded cool. Okay. Um but I mean, there's, I, th- I think what I ended up with, I guess I'm trying to figure out my own song, <laughs> <laughs> but I think what I ended up with was something that was like, uh, from the context of a mental illness standpoint, like there's things that are doing choices that you make that might not be the best for you, but you can get through it anyway. And it's the song's kind of a way of saying I got no regrets about the choices that I made during those during during that time period.
0: And so then, why did you decide to make it into a music video? Why why this song?
1: Uh, it was the single. <laughs> it was a single, and the filmmaker, uh, Amy, Amy Seymour, had a great idea. And she, if you've seen the Love Oblivion video, mm-hmm. it was the same uh, person who filmed that. So okay. uh, she had this great idea for it and she was so excited on the phone. Like she, she's like, what do you think? I'm like, do it. I was like, well, we'll just give you time to think about the idea. I was like, no, you are <laughs> so excited to do this that I'll just, tell this, student- this is yours, you know, like, oh, awesome. you know, and uh, uh, that. So that's her brainchild. And that's. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I love the, the <laughs> dancing and the it's very very neat. You're just like sitting there with your is it a recorder? Is it yeah? It's a yeah. little Zoom recorder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just yep. Kind of singing to yourself. I love it. Okay, well, everyone, you're listening to Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Biennage. I'm here with Graham Nachik from Hearing Trees. You're listening to the song um, Telling Peter from his album uh, Quiet Dreams, which has already been released online. So you can listen to it, the whole thing now on Spotify and on other listening platforms all of the platforms all, all of them just google it and you'll find it <laughs> um we're gonna have, be having an album release party uh at the goodwill on may 25th at uh, starts at 10 p.m but the door is open at 9 so you can make sure you come on down tickets are 10 dollars in advance or 15 dollars at the door i got opening acts by the perm the perm sorry and micavis sorry micah ermberg oops <laughs> wrong <laughs> yeah wrong one <laughs> micah ermberg and sophie stevens um it's gonna be a uh well i'm gonna be there too you are um which is exciting what are uh-huh. you gonna
1: be doing there ashley
0: i'm playing the piano oh yeah yeah
1: where with who with you oh
0: yeah right is it still <laughs> happening yeah <laughs> okay uh, it's just past th- your bedtime though that's true but um i'll just have a nap before <laughs> 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 then i'll be fine <laughs> which is very exciting so everyone i can, i actually do play an instrument so you can come check that out but this isn't about me anyway so that you're listening to telling peter we'll be right back You're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. I always st- stumble over that for some reason. This is Ashley Vignage. I'm here with Graham Natyak from Hearing Tree Still. We're still hanging out. We've been talking a lot about the music business and how oh so wonderful it is. Glasses. Glasses. Well, we, yeah, we talked about that on air, but I meant like off air. Oh. Like the little intimate thing we just had. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I meant like us just one-on-one. Sharing our struggles.
1: Behind the scenes footage will be available later <laughs> on Winnipeg Music Projects. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. I should do stuff like that, I think. Okay. That would be cool. You could
1: just have a room mic. Yeah. And like, here's what happened when...
0: We were playing stuff. Yeah. That could be like, mm-hmm. like Patreon or something. That'd be neat. There you go. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll pay a dollar a month for that. Would you really? I'll I'll be your first sign-up.
0: That makes me so happy. Because <laughs> Witch Police just started their Patreon oh, they? and they've been doing wonderful things and i'm just like i've been wanting to do one for a really long time but uh it's just it's so scary like what if nobody supports it like well
1: but that's not why you do anything that's true you don't make music i mean like when i started making music i was like i'm gonna do this whether or not people good at it Mm -hmm. and whether or not people like it yeah and uh i feel like any project you do like i love amanda palmer i support her on uh patreon and jesse brownie runs Canada Land journalism
0: Oh, cool. Thing
1: that I don't... Do you... Does UMFM broadcast Canada land? Is Mike listening to this?
0: Mike! Mike! I don't think so. No, okay. Maybe. He's busy. Um,
1: but yeah. Um, I, don't, I So yeah, you could be the third one i support
0: yes that'll make me so I'm happy i'm gonna check out
1: the wish police one though i didn't yeah. know they were doing that they
0: are uh and uh if you do start supporting them you're welcome sam uh <laughs> <laughs> but i mean look
1: at it this way even if, if you get like 10 or 20 or 50 bucks a month yeah i mean that
0: would pay for for
1: like a server or your
0: mm-hmm. you know like domain
1: your domain or uh, like just like little costs like that like you know because you're not making money no <laughs> Uh, and you don't do this because there's money in it. So if I
0: did, I would have quit a long time ago. Like I don't. <laughs> I didn't even think this was going to be like on the radio when I first started. There you so, go. Uh, it's just a really cool way to like do more things with it. I think um, we'll see. And if people who are listening, if you want the Winnipeg Music Project to have a Patreon, let me know on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And um, if I have enough friends who be like, yeah, let's do it. I'll do it. I've been thinking about it a lot, and I have some plans, but I have just been too scared. Anyway, back to Hearing Trees. The artwork for the new album, Quiet Dreams, is amazing. It is a... What is it called? He's not a a scuba diver. He's a deep...
1: You could call him a diver.
0: He's a diver, I guess. One of those heavy, intense, like, suits, like the orange with, like, big glass. Kind of reminds me of, like, Bioshock or... That one, um...
1: It's a good game.
0: mm Mm-hmm. Um... Spongebob movie (laughs) (laughs) because I think he wears it anyway uh, you were telling me before we started recording that uh, it's the same person who did the puppets album artwork Um, and I know you already told me but for the ones people who are listening why did you decide to go for this kind of artwork
1: Um, so I think it was Kyle the drummer on uh, quiet dreams he um, he found this photo and it's a really old photo. Um I think it's it's in the like the nineteenth century. It's one of the first underwater photos ever taken. Oh. And guy's name is Louis Boutin from France.
0: Oh. Francais. And, Just kidding, keep going. I am being real good.
1: Um so he took this photograph of I believe the guy in the suit is a biologist and so we were experimenting with underwater photography, and it looked really cool and it just I don't know it spoke to us and i I was like, this is great too um, and we started wondering like what we could do with it. I checked out the copyright on it and stuff, and it had you know it had expired it was in public domain by the time we started looking at it and so I gave it to Sophie my friend in there you go i found it yeah gave it to sophie in vancouver um a friend of mine and i was like can you uh, can you do something can you make this like some color or or whatever and she's like yeah i'll take a stab at it and that was the f- that's the first thing that she sent us mm-hmm. is exactly oh what really just yeah, the first like, one no revisions it was just like this is amazing like i love it and just how yeah it's i went from there
0: and but and how does this like go with the music at all or do you just really like the artwork?
1: Just really like the artwork. Mm-hmm. I think there's also I mean I don't want to get
0: too meta Yeah, we don't want to meta because
1: yeah. then you're kind of stretching for stuff that's not there, but I feel like like whatever like it
0: isolation took isolation or
1: whatever it took for these guys to decide that they were going to try and take photographs outside or in outside. <laughs> yeah, outside. <laughs> underwater. And underwater um you know <laughs> I guess experimenting with magnesium or, or however they did the flashes and to to build a suit, you know, and to do all that stuff, it's kind of like we're doing something we never tried before and that's, you know, that's kind of how I feel all the time about music is that you're you're going into somewhere and there's no light and you're kind of wandering around in the dark and you got nothing you hope works out
0: yeah and you're gonna take a picture of it you're gonna
1: (laughs) do something (laughs) yeah um
0: interesting yeah i don't
1: don't, uh, other than that it it was just like this is really cool Mm -hmm. and yeah
0: i think i i mean i agree it looks really neat and i didn't even is is, it's just like the picture like that has like color returned to it or did you re redo it
1: uh, well, this may be surprising, but there was no color photography in the 19th century.
0: <laughs> no, I, thank you. No, I mean, like, what did she add color to the picture? It looks like, or did she like read, read, make it? I don't know. I, I guess. I think she just added, added color.
1: I don't know how those Photoshop wizards work, but, mm-hmm. um.
0: It it It, kind of looks like it might just be like added color to it. And every
1: graphic designer we worked with was like, do you have a higher res photo, a higher res version of this? And we're like, no, that's, that's as high res as it gets. We got to work with this. Yeah. And that was kind of the, it wasn't a limitation, but it was like, no, it is supposed to be grainy. And it's supposed to be like a little bit out of focus and, and yeah, Yeah. you can only do so much with that. It's,
0: I love it though. I think it's great.
1: But it gives it some kind of quality that cameras today are so sharp that you'd have to purposely distort it to get something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Kind of like a lo-fi Instagram filter or something. Ah, similar. Instagram.
0: The, the world of my people. Yes, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I love it, though. I think this is really clever. Um and for people who are listening, I will include a picture or the, the original picture on the podcast post so you can do a comparison and I'll include a, a picture of the pro, the cool. album cover. So you can just see. I don't think
1: anyone's done that before.
0: I think it's really interesting, though, like because that's what it is. Right. Yeah. And also include a, a link to the music video for Telling Peter because we, we played it and it's exciting. Um, finally, the last song that we're going to play. Um, what were we going to play? Sorry, I already forgot. <laughs> In the City of Lost Love. I changed it, by the way. I didn't tell you that. Oh. We're playing City of the <laughs> song
1: now. That's cool. Are you okay with that? I'm totally fine with that. Good.
0: Okay. So, um, what inspired this song?
1: That's actually the oldest song. I've had that uh, it's since I. Just before I started the band, actually. And it never really went anywhere. it's, it's piano based. So, mm-hmm. for a rock band doing some EPs, it didn't feel like like i just held on to it for the last four years yeah and tried to record it a couple times with mike and um yeah just it wasn't ready yeah it wasn't ready i wasn't ready and yeah this is the last song that we finished up and recording in november and It turned out to a really beautiful thing that I think people maybe following hearing trees don't expect us to do a song like that. So I felt like the full album and there's 10 tracks and you can slide it in there.
0: Mm -hmm. And, and lyrically, what would you say it's about?
1: Oh man, I've lost. (laughs) It's about a fictional, a fictional city where two lovers, um are are trying to find each other
0: Aww, city of lost love and it's i mean like i know this is not what you intended but just like i immediately think of bioshock because of this picture (laughs) and like the underwater city that's lost and anyway i'm just just a nerd i guess sorry um but this is the song that i'll be helping you with at the album release
1: yes it is which is exciting and it'll be the live debut of the song
0: wow that's a lot of pressure no pressure. No pressure. Okay, good. Not for you. <laughs> no, oh, not for me. Good for you or for everyone else. Yeah, but not it'll me. It'll be
1: exciting though. I, I'm looking forward to playing it mm-hmm. live, and got a chance to do it with uh, yourself. Yeah. So let's do it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad that you approached me about the opportunity because it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good night. So everyone's listening, you have to come to the album release, especially if you're listening early release party. I should say it's released, but. Um, If you're listening to the show, I'll be there and you can come say hi to me. That would be great. And you can come say hi to Graham and listen to some awesome music. For those of you who don't know what it is, it's May 25th, which is the Friday. It's at the Goodwill. Doors open at 9 and the show starts at 10. Um, Tickets are $10 in advance or $15 at the door. If you go to the Winnipeg Music Project, you will find a link to the Ticketfly where you can purchase the tickets in advance. Um, The opening acts are The Perms and Micah Ernberg with Sophie Stevens. And it's going to be a super fun Rock night, kind of rock.
1: It's gonna be a party.
0: It's gonna be a party for sure.
1: Oh, we got a uh, barn Is gonna put a keg of beer on special at the goodwill too. So there'll be there'll be drink specials going on.
0: Wow, yeah. what does that mean though?
1: I think it means there's just are gonna be a special going on for a pint of uh like seventh uh, seventh stab red ale. One of their one of their beers.
0: Okay, I I'm don't not know. sure which one. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's a surprise. I'm super stoked. About it's it, a secret. So you have to come down and find out <laughs>
1: yes. what it is. It's less of a secret and more of a Graham no, no, doesn't no. know. It's a
0: secret. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't pick up on your keys.
0: No, really, I was like waving my arms. Just kidding. I wasn't waving my arms. Um awesome so for people who are now in love with your music and your songwriting style uh, where can they find you on social media to support you
1: i'm on all the things uh we're on here. F- trees <laughs> is on facebook and instagram and i'm on twitter if you want to follow us there sign up for our email email gets you the most <laughs> fastest updates okay and sometimes oh, really? secret stuff
0: secret stuff like the name of the, <laughs> the
1: <laughs> no, it's maybe something from tour or behind the like scenes, a, or... yeah, or it's something I'm not going to publish on the website or on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's a good idea. I should do that. Um, do you have a tour coming up?
1: Coming up, no, we just finished going cross country, finished, and I've driven a lot driving from winnipeg to victoria back to winnipeg to charlottetown back to winnipeg was a lot of driving
0: yeah you're, you're telling me about that before we started uh the interview uh, you've been dreaming about it
1: yeah <laughs>
0: that's i i what's it like to be on tour for that long doing so much driving
1: uh it was really fun
0: <laughs> was it fun oh good uh, yeah
1: you kind of lose track of uh reality though at some point because the reality is you, you play a show almost every day and you drive to the next town and there were so many cities that we went to that oh, we had never been to before. So there was a lot of like, just like shove the anxiety in a box in the corner of your brain and, and just go have fun and just see what every new city has for you.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so exciting. When, do, do you have plans for a tour in the near future or...
1: I will probably go back out on the road in October, or November. Okay. Uh, we won't go cross country, probably, but a little more tour, road test some new tunes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that process that you do. That you you play and you test out all the songs first and figure out what's good before you record it. I think that's really interesting. Uh, I mean, and it does kind of make sense because if you don't have a big like synthetic process sound, it makes it. You can with i mean you use like actual instruments and make sense to figure out how to work together in the song and i I really like that idea, and I might do that in the future cool well um, so you've inspired thanks. me um
1: for us as like a a bar like we're basically a bar band right now, and for now for now, but it's some crowds at bars are just built in, and they're just there, and there's no better like litmus test for your song as to whether or not people who have no interest in what's going on on stage can if you can hold their attention yeah so yeah
0: that makes sense because the songs that i've played like have changed so much after being played live like okay that didn't work or oh yeah i really like that that little flourish i did let's do that every Mm -hmm. time or like and even just banter of how to to talk about these songs
1: i hate banter do you (laughs) I feel like I'm so bad at it. You
0: think so? I don't think so. I, think I try
1: to keep it to a bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's some kind of running joke that develops during the show somehow.
0: Yeah. And will you pick up on it?
1: <laughs> Which one? What? I, don't, I don't know.
0: Never mind. Uh, okay. Well, we're out of time. Unfortunately, of time. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks so much for coming on the show. In the, in the next two years, come back. Right. And I will. Every we'll just do, or every year or every two years, whatever. We'll see how it goes.
1: Well, you, uh, can do, you can do follow up next year see yeah. how things are going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know.
0: We'll find well, yeah, we'll see we'll see how busy I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you're not in school anymore. That's true. You've all this free time.
0: That's true. Um yeah, hey, true.
1: congratulations by the way.
0: Thank you. I'm graduating in like um a couple of weeks actually. Going to get that that piece of paper, very expensive piece of paper. Thank you. Ah, oh, thank you. Um frame it was the plan. Yeah, frame it and um, and just look at it. I guess. Because <laughs> what am I going to do with it? Anyway, let's listen to what are we listening to? Sorry, city of lost cover, city of lost love. So sorry. There. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on one hundred and one point five UMFM. This is Ashley Banage I'm here with Graham. Not. I keep, I keep wanting to say the H. I'm so sorry. Um, from Hearing Trees, uh, you can hear them on May 25th, live at the Goodwill. Show starts at 10. Um, tickets are $15 at the door or $10 in advance. As I said before, I will include a link online so you can find a way, uh, where to purchase those tickets in advance. If you have any questions or anything and want to know more, you can always contact Graham. I'm sure he'd love to answer your questions. Or myself. I can always just forward you to Graham. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now you're listening to City of Lost Love.
2: Pulsing the board signal Here lies The city of lost love Disappear from the window But your image is still there Like projection